Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, Matt is going to do another instant take, instant cast, instant reaction, whatever you want to call them. I got to come up with a name, something piffy, something sweet. Anyway, let's talk about Werewolf by Night, everybody. All that right of this ad, we have no control over. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll, and that's enough being composed because what did I just watch? How was that in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? How did such a weird, like, throwback, interesting piece of media come directly from the Marvel Cinematic Universe? I feel like this thing is just more evidence of the fact that Marvel is letting their creators do weird stuff. And I know it's like a Halloween thing, and I know that it's like stylistically, um, you know, similar to old movies, and they did such a good job with it. Like, it felt like an old movie. The editing style, the like long sweeping shots, the slow pulls, the type of drama that was built, I felt so in from the very first moments of this thing. So, guys, I, I really, really loved this uh special presentation marvel's first special presentation pew 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 lasers um no i just freaking loved it i think it is really well done clearly like visionary creators who really wanted to do something interesting but also it built out the world it starts by saying like this is the world we all know this is what happens in the light and it showed the Avengers at the beginning, and then it said, but what of the darkness? This is the introduction to the MCU of this entire world of monsters. And I could not be more excited. It's like, it's acknowledging like, yeah, 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 we haven't talked about this yet, but this is the thing that we're getting into. This is the characters. Jack. Found him interesting from the beginning, but honestly, I thought he was going to die. When they talked about him being having 100 kills, and I didn't know... Well, we, I don't think we knew his name yet, and I did not know the actor who was going to be playing Werewolf by Night, and I'm glad I didn't, because when they sent him into the maze first, I was like, he's a goner. Fully a goner. He's, he's had the most kills in the room. They're going to send him in there just to show how badass the monster is. And we've kind of seen, seen in trailers that Man-Thing was going to be in there, so I realized maybe a Man-Thing is the monster. Um... I did not predict that he was going to be the werewolf. And man, oh man, did I love it. <laughs> I love it so much. When he says, when he just starts realizing he's a protagonist, when you start realizing he's a protagonist, it just completely floored me. Because I, because I, that's some, that's a horror movie trope. Sometimes they'll follow a character for the first five minutes of a thing and you'll be like, oh, this is the main character. And then they kill them to give you that effect. And instead, it was like, oh, this, they followed him in. They, he, he was our eyes into the world, uh, at least until they introduced Elsa. And yeah, just super fun. And Elsa, Elsa was great. I, you know, just classic movie, classic tropes of like the, you know, pushing her. She, her father was apparently this, you know, monster hunter extraordinaire. But as we clearly see, monsters are not all evil. Man, uh, Ted and Jack are both um you know good guys they're good guys um they're just trying to live and these monster hunters are going around killing them all trying to as uh, i wish we got a little more of the ideology uh of the monster or the, they call them death dealers i think at one point which is isn't that a harry potter thing am i wrong am i wrong 
that sounds like a Harry Potter thing. So these death dealers have killed all these monsters. And, I, you know, I'm sure they're like, I, 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 I cannot wait for the breakdowns. Like, you know, our, our channel and our podcast network is more about the discussions of the like thing on the face of it. But like, I'm excited to watch some of the breakdowns of like Easter eggs and like what all that shit says in Latin on the walls. You know, that stuff has got to be really interesting. And it's going to I think it's going to reveal a lot about their ideology and what who they are and what they're there for she says they're there to give mercy to the monsters uh maybe because it's i can totally see like some some sort of logic where they're like oh the monsters lost the lost souls we're saving their souls by freeing them you know uh but i don't know i don't know i don't know i'm excited um yeah i just feel like i've just dived into this other world not the mcu you know um and it is the mcu and that's what makes it so exciting it's the mcu but it feels so separate and so apart from everything but it doesn't feel like it couldn't fit those when they when they when they brought color back into it at the end and they're sitting there having a conversation uh, about getting sushi with ted you know it just felt great and ted what a what a wonderful uh creation ted is um, I know nothing about Man Thing from comics. I don't know if his name is Ted in comics, but it's a very clever little device to give him the name Ted. It makes it very disarming, but he's horrifying. The things that he can do to those death dealers, and he like when he grabs them and just like disintegrates them. It looks like, uh, and I loved it. I loved it. like that's something I really want to talk about: the violence, the utter destruction and violence of this thing right like it's it's not kid gloves marvel violence at all this is i mean i will say they did a clever thing they made it very violent blood on the screen you know blood everywhere some pretty serious deaths with El what else how elsa killed people uh just all around she was running around uh, that one when he and you know, that one guy dropped and she just pulled the sword through his neck that's pretty dark it's pretty dark very violent but it's clever because it's in black and white, you know, blood is black. So it doesn't, I don't know what this means for Marvel. Part of me was watching some of those deaths. There was one death uh, where she slashed through someone, blood went everywhere, and then she just buried the sword in the lady's head. The one that looked like David Bowie. You know the one I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> that character, like, just got the sword right to the head. I mean... Maybe, you know, even Thanos, when they killed Thanos, when he got his head cut off, was off screen, you know? Um, yeah, I just think that they went further with violence. I can't think of a more violent thing in the MCU. I mean, clearly, the Deadpool movies were more violent, and some of the Wolverine stuff was more violent. But that's not in the MCU. That's not Disney. So seeing Disney go this far into violence and horror, like I was watching, I was like, I don't think I can show this to my niece. She's been watching all the, uh, all the stuff. She's going to be scared. I, she won't think she'll be scared because she likes Stranger Things and thinks that's the scariest thing there is. But it's scary. Uh, I was, I was nervous. I felt like I was there. I felt very much in this world. I loved all of the Death Dealers. They all had their personalities. The the one guy, uh, big bearded man with the axe, who who was so delighted to find the axe the second time, 
uh, he like trotted off like dancing. I loved that he had this like thick. I'm gonna probably say the wrong accent because that's not my thing. I'm bad at everything. But uh, sorry, Jeff knows accents better. But uh, it's Scottish, I think, maybe Irish. I don't know. I get those two a little confused. I feel embarrassed. I maybe should cut this part, but I probably won't. Um, he had this thick accent and he's just talking and talking to the guy about it's a lonely life like he's the, the talking about how it's lonely being a death dealer and being a hunter um very cool uh and then you've got the like i said the david bowie-esque character who just seemed very stoic throughout she, she showed very little personality really um but seemed ominous seemed just like everyone had these sort of traits that just made them just interesting enough to pull me through the story. I wanted to know more about all of them. Um, but overall, it just was a vibe, man. I feel like I spent 50 minutes just in a totally different vibe from normal MCU content. And that's, that's, that's something to be said for that. Like, uh, I think this, I, I hope this is a sign for what the MCU is pushing towards, which is like creators doing more of what they do. You know, um, I am really impressed by this special. I cannot wait here. I'm actually not going to be get to be on the episode they're going to record tonight, which is the full the full review. Um, Jeff and Ashley are going to do one, which I don't think they've ever done one without me. <laughs> and I'm excited because I don't have to edit it. Um, <laughs> but I really do hope that this is uh, more evidence to the fact that Marvel and Disney are willing to let their creators be uh, fully themselves and do something interesting. I think uh, they've, they've, they've shown that lately with a lot of their content that they're willing to be very different and very interesting. But like this, I feel like was a further departure from anything we've ever seen. No real connection. I mean, they, they showed the Avengers that the ones which is, I mean, that's a big connection to show that this is in the world you know. This is not Earth 535 or whatever. Like, this is Earth 616. We're about to, we're showing you the Avengers. This is just secret. This is just a world you don't know about yet. And, like, the fact that Elsa, who just made friends with two monsters, just became, became the uh, recipient of the Bloodstone, which is apparently... Uh, who becomes the leader of this secret society of monster hunters. I don't know. It, of course, a lot of them are dead. I don't know. I don't know how, how big this society is. If these are just like the top hunters or if there's like, you know, this is all the hunters. I don't know. Um, but it seems like she would be a little more pro monster as it were. So like, maybe that is why we start to see a turn and the monsters start coming out of the woodwork because there's not a secret society hunting them. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, that is that is rash speculation. I, I really think something's going on, though. The fact that Blade met up with um, the Black Knight uh, at the end of Eternals, and then this, something's going on. There's going to be like a Avengers-style team of dark heroes, for lack of a better term, and I am excited to see what that means like what 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 is it what it all means for the marvel universe and will we see characters that we know and love interact with the sort of darkness or will it all sort of be a separate sort of subculture within the mcu and will that allow them to do darker things there you know um will that will they put out some r rated r content uh because i don't know if this would have crossed the line to r 
I feel like it could have with some of those deaths were pretty violent, but the fact that it's black and white, I feel like gives you all kinds of leeway because the kind of people who are rating this stuff are watching it and going like, oh, it's like an homage to an old film. Like they're not watching it with the same eyes they might otherwise. So anyway, I, I'm nothing but impressed I think there's so much good here. I can't wait to hear what all you guys have to say. And I can't wait to hear what Jeff and Ashley talk about. I'm actually going to get to listen to an episode of the podcast completely, you know, fresh and see what they're talking about. So, uh, yeah, really enjoyed it. Really, really enjoyed it. Great job to Marvel on doing something weird. And I've, I've sort of stayed away from information about this particular piece of content. So I'm, excited to go figure out what they i, I don't know I, I i was so surprised by the trailer and the, the the actual presentation itself like really held up to that feeling like the whole time i was just like what is going on right now am i watching like what world am i in i just didn't feel at all like the mcu um but not in a bad way not in a bad way at all you guys know i love the mcu but like introducing new corners of the world is such an important thing for them moving forward and having new content that feels fresh so i'm pumped uh as i think you can tell i think this might be my longest uh, instant cast because i'm i'm like really excited about this <laughs> uh, it really like floored me a little bit so um all right well that's about all i got to say i guess um ted was awesome jack was awesome elsa was awesome uh all the hunters were awesome. Man, the set design. I I thought that was all I had to say, but the set design was incredible. I mean, it's clearly in a modern world. They've got electricity and everything, but like the set design felt so old timey as well. It, it felt like not, o- not only like old school monster movies, moments felt like old school sci-fi, like the way the, the shots were composed and the way some of the like, you know, gates opened and closed and man, when that gate, when that metal gate is coming down and he's just murdering all those, uh, guys with the cattle prods, it's pretty intense. Oh, and I thought it was really fun that the Butler survived and didn't have any repercussions. It was just like, I just came to serve you, madam mistress. It's great. Great stuff. Weird. Great. Can't wait to see more from this corner of the MCU. When are we gonna? Like, I feel like I want more now. Like, I want another episode of this. It's only 50 minutes. It feels, it felt like super self-contained. It feels like a finished thing, but it also, like, I just want more. But it's gonna be a while, I feel like. And we may never get anything like this again. We may never get another completely, you know, black and white thing. Like, next time we see these characters, I'm assuming they're gonna be interacting in a normal formatted sort of MCU property. Hmm. Well, I can't say enough good about it. I loved it. I loved it, loved it, loved it. No notes. Um, I, <laughs> that's it, guys. Until next time, true believers. Thank you for joining us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Available everywhere you get podcasts, and now a video version streaming live on twitch.tv slash strandedpandatv and available at youtube.com slash strandedpanda. And if you'd like to learn more about all of our other podcasts, geeky projects, and ways to support the network, visit strandedpanda.com.